Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Budo Brothers Podcast. You've got Eric and Kyle. And I am reborn. I got over COVID. I had managed to dodge it for over two years. <laughs> and it was so funny because I was talking smack to some of my coworkers and yeah, you know, still, I must have great immunity. Yeah. And it was, I was getting cocky and boom. Got correct. Got hit. And it was funny because it was almost like it was timed. It was almost like the universe was like, you know, you're getting a little confident with your whole ability to... Uh, beat covid and uh no more it found me (laughs) but man it feels so good anytime i find that i get sick it's actually really good to reflect on how for granted we take our everyday health yes when we're just not in pain you just are you know i can't when you're sick i'm like i just want to be that right I want to be healthy and feel good, and I'm never going to take that for granted again. You know, when you're in the shits, no shit. <laughs> and, then, and then you, you just, I feel I had this interesting thought, where as I was coming out of it, because it makes you really tired, really fatigued. I mean, I really, I had three rough, you know, chill days, fever, all mm-hmm. that, and obviously couldn't train, wasn't working out. Had I. Dude, I still have no energy, man. Yeah. Like I think, and I've heard you kind of have to t- slowly re-enter your your normal life. Yeah, definitely. I've heard of people going back into it if they start. And then you have the long people who say they have it for a long haul. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully not do that. But I, as I was coming out of it, I started thinking about about being almost like reborn yeah. and having the 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 gratitude that you know what, I am gonna be healthy healthier than I've ever been coming out of this, despite being sick right now and feeling so fortunate that, yeah, I've made it through this. And there's some people on the planet that are no longer with us from this. Right. And wow. Imagine, imagine that, imagine that for whatever reason, you know, it just had your number and all of this is gone. Everything. Imagine games over and control out delete. And that's not like that hasn't happened, however yeah. many hundreds of thousands of times to people that... that. So, man, it just it, it gave me this fire of like, man, I should just be so grateful that I made it through it. I'm healthy and feeling good and just to carry that forward. And I think that's a good takeaway for me to finally get get the timing right and get hit hit by COVID. For sure. And... Um- well, though this weekend was was your first weekend out, and we got to watch some uh, of the UFC fights, and there's that yes. crazy one, um, uh, Chandler versus El Kukui, uh Tony Ferguson. Yeah, and that was one of the sickest knockouts I've seen in a long time. If you have not watched the UFC fights or watched any highlights from it, watch that one knockout. Just type in knockouts from that last fight, and wow, yeah. it was insane. Timed perfectly yes like perfect timing and it's funny he said after after the fight was over he's like i didn't even train it it just happened and it was it just happened and it was perfect and that got me thinking if you don't train something and things just happen like is it luck or is the timing perfect is it the hard work that you put in that allowed that opening to come into your reality in the first place what is it oh, man that's a tough one is it mental preparedness yeah. is it 
the ability to adapt on the fly because mm-hmm. when you reach a mastery, right, you're able to make micro adjustments in the present moment. Yes. Right. Think about when you get a, a drill in martial arts for the first time. The first time you're like counting like bop, bop, yes. bop, Dennis. one, two, three. Yeah. And then the next time you're kind of, but like if you've been doing that consistently, you're working on different things like your rotation, your, mm-hmm. your, all these little micro things within the skill itself, yeah. right? Because the rest is programmed. So mm-hmm. maybe he just saw that there and had the awareness to like yeah. put foot to chin. Yeah. Boom. And when you watch it in slow mo, it literally, it's, Po- it, it is poetry like it's just it is the perfect timing on, on a on a perfect opening and I wonder what that must have felt like did time slow down for him where it's just now boom and his chin goes into his brain <laughs> you know, like yeah. like and he probably couldn't have been thinking about it, it no just would have happened right because if you're thinking, you're already a step behind. You're in thought. You're not in the present moment. Mm-hmm. And when you, I, probably when you try to time something perfectly, the opposite effect ends up happening. Because you're in your thoughts. You're trying to figure yes. it out. Yes. Every detail you're trying to sort out in your mind mm-hmm. that you don't take, pay attention to the cues that are happening in real time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And even even like how how it all went down. And, I, and if you're just back to your point of bringing thought in it, you're likely to not be able to perform. Mm. Good example. How many times have you caught something that was falling out of the shelf, or had a reflex where there there it wasn't it was complete pure present reaction. It was response to a stimulus without thought that triggered a movement in your body mm-hmm. with no del- very very millisecond delays yeah if i told you kyle go open that cupboard and there's going to be three vitamin bottles that are going to fall out of the cupboard and you have to catch all three yeah not so no not a chance so you're now okay i'm gonna get ready okay so if the first one comes i'm gonna i'm gonna use the left and then try and catch two with the right and i you'll never do it mm-hmm. but if you're not in your head and i've done it and i wish i got it on video where i was like holy shit right. it was so just wah, 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 and instantaneous and it was no thought just action and I've listened to so many instructors talk about presence and delivering action from a place of grounded presence is that's a superpower. Mm-hmm. That's when, you know, the the legendary Sifu that can know you're about to strike, you know, these all yeah. these myths that he can he'll know you're about to strike before he No, he's just he's operating in present time while you're thinking. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. Now, when it comes to like timing in life, like everybody's been there where they wanted to ask somebody out and like, the oh, God, I got to wait for this. I got to wait for this. Okay. I'm going to do it after school. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. When she timing. walks, when she walks down this hallway, I'm going to walk out and then I'm going to say this and then I'm going to say this and then the, the, this will work. And then it just never even happens. And you find out a week later that somebody else asked her out and she's just going out with Lockdown. somebody else. Yeah. So 
how do you perceive timing life? If you have a big life decision, Mm -hmm. how do you time it right? I can see the argument that there is never the perfect time. Mm-hmm. There's optimal times. Like there's a a there's times that are better than others, but you can convince yourself why now is not the time and why you've got all these loose ends in your life that you still haven't tied that now is not a good time. And I constantly battle that. You know, what when is when is the right time to make major moves? Yeah. And sometimes you just got to jump. Right. And easier said than done when you're on the ledge. Mm-hmm. So how do you motivate yourself to, to jump if you're, cause you said it's optimal. Like mm-hmm. how do you try to get the optimal way? Or do you just jump regardless of, mm-hmm. of the outcome or what's, how do you, how do you put, how do you participate? It's tough, man, because I go back and forth on this because I, a good example where, where I took the leap of faith and left my cushy engineering job uh, to go start a business. And I convinced myself that now it, their timing's perfect. You know what? Got my PNG. I don't need this J-O-B anymore. I'm smart. I'm employable. I got nothing to lose. Mm-hmm. And my timing, and it was I was so convinced that my timing was so good. And my time in hindsight, the timing was couldn't have been worse. I submitted my resignation the same month that oil prices started crashing in 2014. Hmm. And that brought the entire, our local economy to its knees. You know, that's just 2014. We had a local heavy, deep layoffs, recession, hundred thousand people laid off last month. Like while everyone else was having a great old time, Alberta was in some hard times. Right. And man, I look back at it and the timing was wrong, even though I was so sure that it was right. And then, but again, the timing, it actually was right in, in, in the, in the grand scheme of things, because I progressed and developed so much as a human through the hard times that I mentally was in Mm. feeling like a failure, feeling like I screwed up watching my colleagues coast through this with nice salaries, me going broke down to my bottom dollar, fixing fences for cash. Man, it was an ego crushing experience, Mm -hmm. but it was the best thing that ever happened to me. And how many times do you, it's almost cliche. People that go through hardship, once they get through it, they're like, man, that, that was, I, how do you know you need, you're going, how do you know you need to go through something? Because you're going through it. Right. And one thing I find when it comes to timing, and you see it just as people age, when you're younger, you have nothing to lose, right? So you're willing to jump in and try any situation because you know you got nothing to lose. Like you are, you are unhinged. You are, mm-hmm. you can bounce back. Mm-hmm. You have no fear. Yeah. You're young, right? As you get older, you start accumulating these things and accumulating relationships and accumulating finances and living a certain way and getting comfortable. And then all of a sudden it's like, damn, I don't want to lose this attachment, attachment. And then you becomes a battle fear of attachment versus like, it's almost a fear of success, Mm -hmm. right? 
that you're attaching to an old way that you don't want to lose any of it. But at the same time, like by holding on to this, you're not getting to this other place. Mm -hmm. Like you, because mm -hmm. you cannot detach to attach to this new thing that's mm -hmm. sitting in front of you. Yes. And I just notice as we get older, the harder it is to just detach, evolve, change, shift, grow, because there's a certain fear yes of fear of losing things mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. and I, it's and it's a do, powerful force yes yeah. and do you want to lose it right like when is growing enough like do you ever is there such thing as growing too much i i, I think you should always be growing or you start mm -hmm. dying but mm -hmm. is there a point where you evolve or change so much where you're just now in protection mode all the time right exactly yeah yeah trying to keep what you've gained and and that's a trap that's a trap because and you see people fall into this trap of more 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 and growth at all cost and before you know it you've got this empire that requires protecting yeah and just like the cycles of empires that you know you you expand your military well if you got this military we better use it right. and then before you know it you got bases all over the world and that you know like this is this is a story that is old as the test of time right. that has been told over and over and over again you know the the rising power expands its influence and now all of a sudden you're not generating you know <laughs> these military bases aren't revenue generating <laughs> systems yeah and and what what and I'm I could go back to the Romans. This is the same thing. Like they've built up so much that it now requires so many resources in order to protect what has been built. At the point where it starts to flip is when that cost benefit starts declining, and and that's part of the cycle. Sports are a perfect example of this. Also, take hockey, basketball, fighting any sport if you get up and you get a lead and you all of a sudden change your team dynamic to be like all right we have a lead let's switch to defense we're only playing defensively we're guarding yeah. the net we're we're protecting yeah. we're just on defense the whole time that rarely works or else that would yeah. always be the script that every team use yeah get up switch a hundred percent to defense yeah you can't do that like maybe you can be slightly more defensive yeah but you can't switch a hundred percent to protect this i got to protect the lead i got to protect these resources it's a scarce scarce mindset mm -hmm, right mm -hmm. whereas like you have to be trying you have to be growing you have to be learning you have to be evolving you have to be fighting for like what it is you're put on the planet to do yeah. like that's it mm -hmm. and so that's the it's such a it's such a fine balance with timing and if you were to take it to the micro level even timing in conflict if you were always focusing on protecting yourself or what the person's going to do or how they're going to hit me you'll never win the fight like you have to be you can only train yourself you can only control your movements and mm -hmm. and then at that mm -hmm. point you just have to be yeah in the fight and timing is such a key ingredient you know you always hear instructors that we've worked with they talk precision angle timing you know there's there's always it's always in a mix mm -hmm. of necessities you need to have good timing right you need to be able to slip the jab and have that that counter timed perfectly boom yeah. lands boom 
yeah. know, it's timing is such a huge part of winning a fight and winning in life. Yeah. And even if you look at knockouts, sometimes it looks like the person isn't even throwing the punch that hard or the kick that hard. Yeah. And it's just like they timed it exactly in the right place at the right time. Bing. And then it's like effortless. Mm-hmm. And it's it's like you watch these people who have these unmasked, these crazy amount of success. It looks effortless because they were just right place, right time. And it's, some of it's luck, maybe, but a lot of it is just always being prepared for your moment. We have a saying, it's it's always prime time. Yep, exactly. And so you don't know when you're going to get called to the plate. Mm-hmm. And when you do, you got to be able to perform. Yep. And be, always prime time is such a good pillar of our evolution. I don't know when we came up with it. Yeah, I don't know. That's a long time ago. But it is always prime time. When we had... 150 followers guess what we're editing our photo shoots we're chopping up our vids because it's always prime time we just treated everything as if we're in the limelight we're this is our time Mm -hmm. and it's always our time it's always prime time yeah you don't have to worry about timing that much if you're always on it yes true that's true if you're always showing up with full full presence full um Full energy, full commitment. Yeah. It's always prime time. Mm-hmm. And you know, that's goes to your work, right? Like sometimes we have that million, million subscriber principle when it comes to products. Like every product we deliver, we're like, okay, not that anybody's different, but what if the person that is on the other end of this has a million followers and is going to broadcast mm-hmm. them unboxing the package? Right. Right. And it's just like, it's always prime time. You always have to be ready yeah. for that moment because yeah. you get exposed to a million people and your product yeah. sucks. Shows up in some shitty bag. And broadcasting it live yeah. to everybody. Like, right. That, yeah. yeah. Whereas if you were on point and hit it out of the park yeah. and then broadcasting it live to yeah. everybody, you win a lot of new customers. And every single product that goes out our door is unboxing ready. Mm-hmm. Or it doesn't leave the door. Yeah. And like we miss. Of we course. Miss, of course. It's impossible to ha- bat at 100%. Yeah. But when we do screw up, we don't stop at anything to fix it. Right. Definitely. We're definitely better than those crappy dropshipping companies. Yes. They have. They don't care at all. No. It's a numbers game. And scale, scale, scale. And sell this cheap shit. And it is delivered two, three weeks later. And Lord knows who it's from. No one inspected it. You, who knows what you're even getting? It, that's a real thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm, we're going to wrap this up, but I want to kind of end with as far as like North America goes or like just like where we're at in timing. Yeah. Like where do you think we're at in a, in the cycle? Like do you think we are growing as a country or as North Americans or do you think we're shrinking do you think that we're dominant do you think we're losing weight like where do you what do you think I think we're on the decline yeah and I think uh, not as macro but just as far as business cycles go the crazy thing about business cycles is they cycle Mm -hmm. and back out 2020 which literally was a blip flash crash on in the markets it's it's been up and to the right And I mean, yes, we've had a long, painful uh, correction here recently, 
But I still think that there's there is we need to go through the cycle of cleansing of excess. Yeah. And just you can see it. The signals are everywhere. The signals are everywhere. If you're looking for them, Mm -hmm. you know, it could be any like there's just so many signs that we're closer to a correction than we are the next up leg in growth. There's going to be another gangbuster boom. That's what they do. It booms and busts and booms and busts. We've been booming and we're getting closer to a bust. Mm -hmm. I really just that is every genetic piece in my body's telling me that we're closer to a bust than the next boom. And that's really, it's tough for us because we're trying to time things and allocating capital and investing in products and investing in machinery. And do we take on debt? Do we, do we sell equity? Do we raise cash? How fast do we grow? Do we keep just doing it the same? Like this is where we're strategically going through some choppy waters that are tough to navigate, you know, and the, but our boat's in the water, so we have to navigate it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I think we were saying a quote before we did this, that there's there's no bad timing. There's no good timing. There's only optimal timing. And I really believe that because time something badly, as long as you're not dead, that was a lesson. And you're going to take every one of those learning tools and implement that into your life. And you become bigger, better, stronger, faster, better, no matter what. And if you timed it perfectly, guess what? If it's prime time, you nailed it and then mm-hmm. you're not getting out of the park. So just trying to find the optimal timing just is, is it. But I think it takes away the stress of timing things right when you're like, there is no wrong decision. No matter what I choose, yeah. there's yeah. only an optimal way. Right. Buddha Brothers Challenge. Set up no-lose situations, Ooh. right? And we've talked about this on prior episodes, but it is such an unlock where you say, you know, I'm going to try this, and if I fail, I'm going to grow, and if I succeed, I'm going to win. You can't lose. You can't lose and set things up so that, hey, if this doesn't go right, you got your backup plan, and, still, and this is what's going to happen. This is when it's good. And be willing to abort the plan. Yeah. Abort the plan because you can only project the further into the future you project the more uncertainty there is. I can, you know, it's just like weather. You know, we know, well, tomorrow it's probably gonna, whatever the weatherman says is gonna be what we see. Yeah. Rain, clouds, sun. You know, two weeks out, eh, we can kind of follow the trend because of these weather patterns and El Nino's doing this and yeah. we're in this big cyclical drought, da, 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 da. So, but the further out, you wanna talk about what the weather is next year. Sorry. Yeah can't you no idea and so i can't plan around that and that's where we get back to that adaptability so set up no no lose situations and be adaptable yes love it awesome well thank you for tuning in be sure to hit us up on all our social media channels youtube facebook insta buddha brothers on anything and as always make sure you're on our email list because that's how you know about something all news coming up at the, the end of this. <laughs> no cats out of the bag. Okay. Hopefully anyways. Yes. Yes. All right. Bye. Till next week. See you then.